You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That work here at the station are actually happy the AWOD's back. Grant Paulson chiming in, he's happy. <laughs> Dar's happy. All these people that just like hearing him get pummeled. Yeah. I wonder where our pal Chris Russell would weigh in on AWOD. Is he part of AWOD's army? Oh, I'm going to guess he's anti-AWOD. I'm going to guess our man, Big Sexy, Chris Russell. From sort of one punching bag to another. Doesn't put put up with those shenanigans from AWOD. Uh, Good morning, fellas. I'm just glad AWOD deflects some of the the brunt that I take, especially (laughs) in the afternoons and the evenings, because let me tell you something, it is not a pretty picture. I can tell you that. (laughs) So you would actually be part of AWOD's army? Well, I'm just happy that he's... I, I don't know if I would consider myself a cadet in that particular group, but I would say this. I'm just happy that uh, somebody else serves as the punching bag. I and, you see Adam, bullets, and you've seen him around the station, and I assume uh-huh. you've talked to him a little bit, sure, and you've sure. seen him on the show, and you know, to, to us, he's just a, a typical spoiled millennial brat. <laughs> no talent. Um, <laughs> I don't really... I've tried to give him some advice a little bit here and there, some serious advice off air, but I really don't know. I mean, some... I think basically his future lies in maybe some tape editing stuff behind the scenes uh, in a dark closet somewhere. But that's about where he tops out. What kind of advice would you give Adam? Um, well, I, I would I would say this. Um, he, you're probably right about where he's going to wind up. But I would say this. Keep coming. Uh, you know, You know, keep dishing it out to you guys because it makes for great radio. And I like when you guys all tag team up on him and it's like becomes mm-hmm. like a three on one or four on one handicap match. Uh, and you guys just pummel him into a corner. And, you he know, JP back occasionally, which it, it is. There is some it is kind of funny. Yeah. I, like, like, I think what you should do to start off the show every single morning morning is just line them up in front of the ball cannon and just fire shots at them for the like first that. segment. So AWOD has not bled into our guests. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not like there's huge Kirk Cousins news or anything. Well, we're, I we're interviewing that, Chris I about did, AWOD. I didn't even want to ask Chris about the Kirk Cousins <laughs> yeah, stuff. because we're already it's, done with it's that. It's done. I, I just wanted to ask Chris, right. you know, since camp starts on the 27th, so we're a week away. Yeah. For you, I right, throw out the Cousins contract right. issue out. It's done. What's the biggest you know, storyline for you heading into camp? Well, I I think uh, on offense, it will be how they fold in the running game and how much more of an emphasis it is, because I think that's the single biggest thing that's still missing from this offense for making it good, very good at times to great or at times unstoppable. It is the one area that they have consistently ignored, especially against really good front sevens where they have not been able to run the football. They have not been able to, they don't try to run the football at times. Uh, Everybody blames Kirk Cousins for what happens against Carolina and against the Giants in the last two home games against Green Bay in the playoffs. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is not partially or mostly responsible. Certainly he has a big part in that. But they did not help him out in any way, shape, or form. At times they absolutely refuse to run the football. And there's no reason to. If this offensive line is as good as they say it is, and I still have my doubts on the interior, and if Samaj P. Ryan and Robert Kelly and Chris Thompson are as good as they think they are, then they have to make this more of an emphasis. Hmm. So you think that's more important than um – 
or, or a bigger question than how good Terrell Pryor and Doxon can be to replace Jackson uh, and uh, Garcon. Well, Jason, I would I, I would say I mean it, it, clearly those guys are are big question marks. You're absolutely right, but I think they're actually going to. I don't want to say be better, but I think they'll be different in, 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 in this context. I think they'll be better in where Kirk is is really good at. The short to intermediate stuff, especially Doxon, but prior, of course, on the crossing routes, the shallow crosses, uh, the little dig routes, that you know, the, the quick stuff that Kirk is really good at seeing, reading, processing, and getting rid of the football. Where the big question will be for me, of course, is the long ball. And throughout OTAs, and of course, we're not at every session. We're not allowed to be at every session. I, I saw them consistently dial it up deep to Terrell Pryor. That was missing from the offense at times last year where they had those opportunities. If they can connect on those opportunities, and it was a little bit of a mixed bag during OTAs as they were getting used to each other. If they can connect on those guys, I don't think they'll skip the beat, quite honestly. Do hmm. you think Doxon could be because no one really expects a lot from Doxon mm-hmm. after last year. Do you think he could be really good and just surprise everybody? Or do you think, you know, he tops out at average? Uh, if he's healthy, I think he's going to be really good. Um, you know, I've seen enough of him on tape. I've seen enough of him in person um, when he's healthy. And that uh, obviously is the number one question. Um, I think he can be a really good red zone threat. And I think that's the biggest thing about this offense that will change and will be better from last year to this year is the red zone emphasis they are making a hell-bent concerted effort oh, yeah. uh, on that and oh by the way I mean, just think about part- how, how much bigger they are mm-hmm. oh yeah position now. oh absolutely because it's not only pri- it's, uh, priors obviously but, and this was a, a big thing for me um was three, I guess three years ago, you know, when Griffin was still the quarterback, I guess going into 2014, I, I kept screaming about this. I said, nobody's bigger than six foot. I said, what are they doing? You know, mm-hmm. they keep adding all these mini short guys and nobody can go up and climb the ladder. It is a league where you have to have some size, especially in compressed zone space. And that is what the red zone is all about. And I know everybody gets crazy about the fades and look, they're not going to just throw fades, but that's a big part of throwing in the red zone, back shoulder, fades, climbing the ladder along the back line, that type of thing. Now, I know we said we weren't going to bring up Kirk, that we mm-hmm. moved on, but I do enjoy your theories. The last <laughs> couple of years, as you predicted what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins, the Redskins. So let's hear in a minute or less yep. how Chris Russell <laughs> foresees the future of Kirk Cousins and the Redskins through you know, 2019, let's say. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to end good, JP. I, I, I mean, look, they, they made a solid concerted effort to get a deal done it should have their offer their last offer should have been their first offer it was their last offer things are better it's not going to end pretty kirk is going to have a good very good maybe great season he is going to outprice the market and somebody is going to be willing to pay him 29 30 million dollars a year whether that be the rams the 49ers the jets somebody like that he's gone you don't believe the redskins would match it and tag him yeah Mm. All right. So you don't think that they would franchise tag him one more year? I think they could transition tag him. I, I was told that Dan is very anti the third year franchise tag. Oh, by the way, as he should be. He should have been anti the franchise tag last year when I was screaming about that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think I think it's still in play. They should have listened to you, Chris. I think <laughs> somebody fr- should have listened. I think the franchise next year is tag is still in play. Chris, um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it, but j- just based on what I was told and what is reasonable, I would be sh- I would be very surprised if they lock up nearly thirty five million of cap space. Chris, Chris Kirk will can, take it. When can people listen to you next? You on overtime tonight? 
Uh, yeah, actually with Nick Ashew, 6.30 to 10 tonight. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. We had a good show last night, so looking forward to it tonight. Adam Kaplan, uh, formerly of ESPN, will join us. Very right. cool. Thank you, buddy. Thank Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, right here on 106.7 The Fan, which is apparently in its uh, eighth year. CK sent out a tweet. It's the eighth birthday of uh, I'll be the sports honest format. You, I don't even really remember when it started. Because we <laughs> eight all, years ago. <laughs> no, but I don't remember. Right, it wasn't like a seminal moment right. for me. Because we just continued to do the show. We just did the same dumb show. But they got rid You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, the previous format was like Michael Mara and Big Owen. So Dukes it was eight, and, eight years ago when those guys had to. When, right. When they brought in right. Mike Wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show's but changed. That eight they years ago in, when we did that presser they, with they Wise in, and Arrington and all those guys. Remember we did that at Verizon Center? I never got my jersey because I was on vacation. I still have mine. I'm selling it. That seems like 40 years ago. Was Holden right. Mike Wise's first co-host? Or Bill, Billy. Was it Billy? Billy Roland. Roland. I can't I remember. remember. I don't, I don't remember. Even, again, I can't remember. It's all, they're great. all great guys. We kept doing the show. It's all a blur. That's why it's just, it all blends in. Yep. <laughs> but right. So, right for a while, it was us. Then it was Big Owen Dukes. What was the last lineup at uh, the 106.7, the whatever it was? We need to come in here. WJFK. Yeah, whatever it, it was. The Junkies, it. Big Owen Dukes, Michael Mara, and then I think it was the best of of all those shows at night. Mm-hmm. You're kidding. It was a mashup? We had so. a mashup everybody show? Had, <laughs> ran at night. I think so. Everybody had an hour. And then You're they kidding. might have run like Love Line, like late night. Well, we had the sex Maybe. show for a, a while, right? The girl that never had sex but claimed she was a sex expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had that. <laughs> and I know Peter Rosenberg was a part of that at one point. Yeah, yeah. Was he, he was there mid-days. at the end or the beginning? He was, he was, he was there before be- Big On Dukes. Before Big On Dukes. Okay. I can't remember any of them. With, with his co-host, what was it, Damon? Daryl. Daryl. Poor Daryl. my man. <laughs> I don't think Daryl blew up to the point of Peter Rosenberg. Peter, true. Peter's a rock star. Daryl, I know. What's Daryl doing? Uh, who knows? I can tell you. But yeah, we had the big presser over at uh, Verizon Center. Yeah, that's right. I remember. You still have that jersey, which says one hundred six seven. The fan. Yeah. How much do you get for that? I'm telling. I want to sell sign it, it, and we'll find out. Yeah, I want to yeah, sell yeah. it. I do. I, I know do. you won't wear it. Never. You know what? I'll wear it next week. Yeah, that's your wacky jersey. That'll be my wacky Perfect. jersey bit. Then, t- then, then take it off your back and right on eBay. It'll be, it. be game worn. Yes. Yeah. Show worn, authentic, authentic signed Manning's. junkies jersey. Authentic. Yes. Yes, I'll do that. All right. All right. Let's do it. All right. It is open line Thursday. You want to chime in? 800-636-1067. Remember, we are bringing back Throwback Thursday. That's at 945 here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.